Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome, everybody, back to our Earth School podcast. Um, if you've been following the last few episodes, you will have been on a journey with us through the seasons. We started started in the darkness of our winter, moved through to the evolving of our spring, and then into the height of our summer. And now we turn towards our autumn. Um, and we are in that phase now at the minute, so it's nice to be chatting and sharing about it while I'm looking at these beautiful brown and greeny yellowy orangey leaves so today we are going to be dropping into the autumn as an archetypal energy or as an element as a season and what it can offer us offer us and how we can step into it and maybe work with it on our healing journey and then in the next episode as always we'll be diving into the practices that can support you to move through it so welcome bb always good to be here with you my dear Mm. um so autumn you're in mm-hmm. Portugal, so it could be the same, but maybe different, which is sometimes nice for the people listening and actually you know to look out their window. By the time they listen to this, it could actually be sort of still in autumn or moving more to the winter, but look out the window and sort of see, oh, we may all experience it differently. Because I know last week when I was chatting to you, not in the podcast, but just generally you're mentioning about your blue skies in the Algarve. And I was like, yeah, we have gray skies at the minute. <clears throat> so we all experience it differently, see it differently and enter into it differently. So I'd love to know when you think of autumn, what is the energies or the main quality that maybe springs to mind or the first sort of word association you'd have with it? Mm. Yeah, you know what, it's really interesting because if, you know, over the years traveling and living in different countries um, and growing up in Germany, the experience of the seasons have been like, quite quite different in a way, but there's also so many things that are similar. And <clears throat> what I did not anticipate moving into the South um, and experiencing autumn was that there is still this quality of, of slowing down. You can actually, even though the skies are blue and most days, not obviously not as often as over the summer, um, there is still leaves falling, although something else down here to have a growth period as well in autumn. So there's a huge amount of fresh growth coming through as well, but there's for sure certain leaves are falling. There is, you can sense it in the and sort of in the fabric of everyday life in people, um, even though they're busy in terms of, you know, taking care of their everyday day life in a way, slightly different in the summer, but there is a slowing down. Everything seems to be a little more dense or a little more, it's like, you know, the autumnal fog that we say mm-hmm. when it comes over, over sort of the land. And even though there's the sun, you can still feel it in, in the way people make choices, the way people speak um, and they move. So yeah, I'm personally a big fan of autumn. I love, I love everything that's about the slowing down, the soups, the coats, <laughs> the uh, drawing inwards. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what comes to mind first, the slowing down. What about mm-hmm. you? Yeah, for mm. me, it would be, I always sort of think of autumn as that sort of little point <clears throat> where you're sort of just beginning to sort of free fall into sort of that energy of the season, like so you're sort of letting go. But it is that the, the descent, not like, so how am I going to meet the beginning of the descent? Like, so it's that to me, it's always that feeling of the 
energy beginning to shift and drop nearly the energy levels can't maybe keep up with what my brain maybe thinks it should be able to keep up with my body's already deciding to sort of begin it's like slow 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 descent down and whereas my part of my head's like but I should still have more energy than I do possibly you know so it's it's beautiful because you're sort of looking this year because we've been sort of at home a lot more than I would usually be commuting a lot like so it's been beautiful to watch our garden really shift that way like from the because I remember sitting at the same window throughout all of our podcasts and watching it like and the moment you can just see all the not all some of the trees are bare at the top more so than at the bottom all the beautiful colors so there's still this Mm. sort of sense of aliveness even though there is that death and decay as well like but for me it really is the energy begins to just that slight tipping down and you can sort of feel it in you but also sort of around and sometimes part of me is like oh no and then other years I'm like oh thank god <laughs> you know again I think it depends how we're meeting it and what's been going on in our lives pre and the seasons previous to it and is how we're going to interact with it like so like with every turn of the wheel when I share them in class I'm always like how how do we meet this point now where it's going knock 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 come on come on no sort of knock knock the party's over get out get out get out you know like begin to slow down you know do I like leaving sort of the height of the party or am I, am I the person going no one more song one more song <laughs> I'm not leaving until it's totally over. Do you know, like, so to me, it's that part beginning of autumn is like the little knock going, just giving you a heads up, giving you a heads up. The sun's beginning to wane, come inside. Do you know, like, and then as it gets later into wonder, it's that, come here now, seriously, get in, get in. Start peppering the little nest for the sort of the winter time, which we discussed in our little podcast around the winter. Like, so to me, it's that kind of like, you're sort of listening internally, but externally too, to the little, what's knocking on the door like mm. and it's it's so follows on what we talked about in the last two episodes of winter being such a summer uh, being such a such a, such an expansive quality mm. and maybe also the drawing the inspiration from outside in so there's an outward orientation to me when you talk about you know the knock and on the doors and to to shift to me it's a shift of how we fo- or what we focus our energies on and so there's some things that we've really enjoyed maybe um, going out there in the summer and exploring and, you know, and that's always symbolically as well. It's not just physically, but it's also all the different projects you have going on and, you know, all the different people you met and the different relationships and we're all interwoven and all of a sudden this, this web of life becomes quite big and maybe quite heavy as well at times because we drag along a lot of things that mm. are kind of nice, but that don't maybe fuel us anymore, that we don't feel like are really resonating with us anymore. So to me, autumn in that way it's just like a noticing that I was like oh I don't actually need to waste or spend energy on those aspects anymore because they have come full circle already sort of the first leaves fall dropping um that's that's not me anymore that's not where I want to invest anymore but all those other parties are still where I'm hanging all mm. those other you know projects are still where I want to really invest my my energy into and so it's it's to me, it's a progression over the autumnal months of, you know, this summer energy where I'm all out and maybe all over mm. the place, you know, where you literally when, you know, the saying say yes to life. And we just maybe said yes mm-hmm. to a lot of things. I don't even want to say the wrong things because in yeah. summer it is, you know, it is that beauty in saying yes just to everything. And then you kind of go out of all of that selection. I'm actually, you know, saying no, no to a couple of things. And so it's this progressive 
work on what's essential to me, what's important to me in this spiral, you know, which might be similar or might be different from last year's autumn. So I think it's quite exciting about that because it's like a, an efficiency of energy, you know, a restructuring mm-hmm. of that energy that you have, where do you want to bring it in? And as a result, the things that do stick with you, they're become potentiated. So there is this that we talked about on one hand, there's this pushing through actually and this activity and other in other places, the leaves are falling. And so the reason why some things can grow in your life or where you can be still active in that autumnal shift where there is an energy, it's still this quality of creating or doing something, but it has a slightly more quiet aspect to it you know but that energy comes from saying no to the things that don't mean anything to you anymore so Mm -hmm. essentially that's how a tree survives right it drops the leaves so the tree can sustain itself Mm. yeah yeah it's time of taking stock like that's what the autumn is just where we've taken our harvest in and we will have different stages of that harvest like but when we're like if you think of it in terms of the land and all we're and during autumn there's like two or three like sounds the last one but there's the two sort of harvest times so we're taking all that we've harvested in so we're sort of at that peak part of going oh wow look what i created here's what here's what i have you know reaped from what i have sown sort of thing but then we're taking stock off okay actually what am i going to carry forward what has worked for me in this last cycle because in the celtic wheel it's the the autumn equinox is the last turning point on the wheel. Like it's, this, it's, and then sound is the first, as we said, in the winter. So everything begins in the darkness. So before we move into that new phase, we're stopping, looking back over the previous wheel and going, what worked? What didn't work? You know, like, what do I want to carry forward with me? What really supports me? What resources me? What maybe I'm doing because I feel I should be doing or I have to be doing? Or, you know, rather than, oh, actually, it really feeds me. It really nourishes me that way. Or we're looking at things going, okay, maybe it's time to actually let this one go. Like, you know, I've done my best with it. I've tended to it. I've nourished it. I've done the 10-step plans around it. I've done everything, whatever you told me to do to make it work. And it's just still not thriving. So then we've got to sort of have that sort of sacrifice or that letting go, which is, you know, we all chat about, no, just be like Adam, let go. Such an easy two words to say. We all know we like to grip onto things and go, yeah, I really have let it go. And we're still the nails digging in. Like, you know, so we're we're learning that process of surrendering to what needs to go, what needs to die, like what what can't and is not able and is not meant to come forward into the next cycle. But it will become the compost in which our new seeds can be planted. Like, so if we're looking at our harvest and life or a certain aspect of life, we might look and go, that's what I really wanted or became something completely different, even better than I could have imagined. You know, we've chatted about this before, like, but then we're getting now the choice. If it's the harvest, I'm getting the seeds from that to plant again. Like, so now I get the choice of taking Mm -hmm. stock and really asking sometimes the hard questions of what wants to come forward. Like, where's the energy of the things that, there's energy for it and to it for it to grow and change throughout the next cycle. And what, even if my heart goes, but I really want to carry it forward, just isn't, it needs to be, you know, the suitcase needs to be left on the side of the road, like for you to move forward. Like, so autumn holds that sort of melancholy or the sadness as well. But sometimes it is stuff that we, we do love, 
and or we thought we loved and then we realize that it's, it's done its full trip like it's done its cycles and spirals and now it's now it's time for it to go like and then other times it's like we realize that there's more life in what we've created and from that can come another sort of cycle of growth like do you know because not everything needs to end but within as we chat about every podcast we see the cycles within the cycles like but that part sometimes of the oh it's come to its full it's done its full life force it's done its full cycle of growth can be that part where we're letting go of a pro- product a project a relationship a part of ourselves and it's it's the grieving process and i've gone okay i have to let this go and sometimes we're happy to do that and other times we're not mm-hmm. and what i feel like is really important in that process is this idea of how do i stabilize myself when everything else is, <clears throat> is, is, you know, is going. Mm-hmm. And so to bring the idea of how we work with that in, in, in a physical yoga practice is you don't really work first at the flexibility of a body. You, you never work first at opening up the body. So when somebody is like very stiff, you don't just yank on those muscles, even if you do it very gently. That's, that's not the approach. That's not where you go. You help the person to stabilize themselves, to find a strength so that the joints feel supported. And as a result of that support, that inner support, the inner mechanics, then the length throughout the muscle can happen naturally. Mm. And so that is, I think, to take that off the mat into our life that, of course, we, if there's things that we are being called to let go, that we feel we're we're not ready or we can't live without them or we identify ourselves with them or, you know, it's just like good fun. We just like, you know, just don't want to, don't want to go there just yet. You know, I think instead of just tearing them away and being so harsh, because that tearing away has such a harsh, you know, narration to it, right? Um, try and look at while it's still there, even in its last few breaths, whether that's the job, the project, the relationship, whatever it is there, but begin to stabilize yourself from the inside out, mm-hmm. you know? So what are the things that are supporting you? What are the things that are important to you? How do you relate to yourself? How do you nourish yourself? You know, how do you show up for yourself? How do you take rest? How do you, where's the room for creative expression that doesn't need to be a job or, you know, bring mm-hmm. in money? All of those aspects, I think they help because, so much about autumn is about essentialization. It's like, what's essential to me? And the more we can shift and focus on that, the easier it is to let something else then go when the time has come. And so it's about essentializing in the physical practice, our structure, when the alignment is correct to our body mechanics, it is much easier. In fact, we don't actually have to, to stretch the muscle as such. Oftentimes when I work with people, by simply aligning their physical structure in a way that works for them, the tension that they held in certain body parts just eases off them because there's no need for that anymore. It's like the stabilizing wheels. If you know how to ride a bike, you don't need all of a sudden the stabilizing wheels anymore. Whereas if you take them and tear them down before you know how to, to align yourself and to keep that momentum, it's, it's, you land on your nose, it's pretty painful. Mm-hmm. And so I think every year when autumn comes around, it is, is an invitation to refine that process because Sometimes we do tear things off a little too early and we land on our nose, you know, the stabilizing wheels just came off. And so it's just this, instead of taking something off, they're like, okay, what's actually still there within me that will stay throughout the winter, you know? So it's a shift of attention, a shift of focus from 
everything that's peripheral on that might be shiny and that might be, you know, glowing and that mm-hmm. might be a bit loud in its expression to all the things that really support me that usually don't get my attention, you know? And so understanding how to trust ourselves, understanding how to have our own back, understanding mm-hmm. how to forgive ourselves. I think they're all qualities that are really important. That it's a really good time, the autumn time to work on them. So then it's easier to, to let go of the leaves, you know, symbolically speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're preparing ourselves like we're looking at what resource, what will resource me during this period of autumn as I begin to release what I've outgrown, because in a sense, that's what we're releasing is something that we've outgrown. We may enjoy it. We may be attached to it, but we've outgrown it like so we're looking for the resources to support us and hold us while we're in that process. Like that way so that we can lean back, that we can be with the feelings of anger, frustration, of the boredom or, you know, like everything that comes with an autumn season in our life, like where we're kind of feeling a little bit lackluster possibly around certain things or the energy that we did have for something has shifted and changed or we're at a creative plateau where we're kind of feeling, oh, I'm not getting the same boom that I used to get from it. Sometimes that's just a natural part of the cycle of that. But other times it's kind of like that knock in the door where it's going, we're kind of done do you know like it's the beginning of the the knowing that something is coming and something is changing at a fundamental level like so it's like for me sort of when you feel that autumn energy and life and in the healing journey you, you can't really pinpoint it you're not fully sure what's really going on you know something's changing you're sort of losing energy for things. It's kind of like, you know, like before, you know, you think of the summer energy of something in your life, you're like hopping out of bed, you're going for it. You're like, oh my God, yeah, I have so much energy for this. And then suddenly you're like, oh God, I got to look at that again. Do I have to do that again? Do I have to do it that way? Do you know, like, but you might not realize you're in that space yet, but you're sort of maybe sitting looking at it or at the person or the project or even at yourself going, mm, something's just not, it's just something's just not right, but I can't fully put my finger on it. Like, so to me, it's that place where we're, we don't fully know what's going on. So we can resist that and avoid that there then. Like, so it's like, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to put more energy into this. Maybe I just need to, you know, manifest more. Maybe I just need to positively think more. Maybe I just need to get more help around us here. Maybe I should hire the 14th coach for this project. You know, like maybe I should put more and more energy into it. Whereas then we might get to the point where we're like, I can't resuscitate it. <laughs> Do you know, like that, it's, uh, that has come full cycle. Like, so to me, it's uh, the knowing of it and we've all been it, in it because we'll avoid it. Because we know if we remember our previous winters or autumns, we'll more than like remember the winters because they're so deep. Like the autumn is kind of tipping you in, t- you know, tapping you in the bum, mm-hmm. going, get in, get in, get in. And I think we can sometimes forget that out of like, you know, survival because you don't want to remember that part until you need to be in it again like so it's it's like that there you know you remember the wonder the deepness but you forget sort of the tales what's my tales of entering into an autumn like and to me it is that part where we're like ah oh, shit no not again can mm-hmm. I get can I be, maybe I'll just like find another way around this instead and instead to me it's like you know winter's gone you can't avoid me I am coming <laughs> 
it's a way of you know working with the energies instead of mm. against them right and we we have that expression this expression of co-creation but we'd love to think of that co-creation always in summer right it's mm. like where does the inspiration land and then i gotta work with that it's like okay so that's one very important aspect when is inspiration ki- kissing me when is something coming through to through me that wants to be manifested but co-creation also happens in in autumn in a way mm. exactly like that when my mind goes like no 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 i'm gonna hang on to this profession this job and especially this year i mean it's just been just like at the forefront for for everyone because things we were challenged to let go of things maybe way more intensely make quicker than we would have usually anticipated mm. and that can sometimes come with autumn as well you know some autumns they're beautiful sunny halfway through and like the easy win and then sometimes you kind of feel like those cold harsh winds yeah. like I remember growing up sometimes the autumn just comes in like way you're still like bathing at the lakes mm-hmm. in the summer and it's like oh I can <laughs> I, you know what I actually remember that growing up because I was like autumn just started and like I remember my friends going like are you you you're mad it's like 30 degrees as I was like now but did you feel that wind like you can just sometimes it comes in a little mm. bit harsher a little bit earlier and with that melanch- melancholy as well um but it is the co-creation as well in terms of like you said when the energy just isn't there for something anymore and my mind just wants to force it just reminding ourselves and that's what we're learning each autumn you know, whether it's the season or the, our own inner cycles in autumn is like just noticing when your mind is taking over and your mind's going like, I'm going to keep this alive. And mm. you can force that, but you, what you have no control over is the overall energy that comes with an autumnal force that is just less, there's less external light. So when you're forcing one aspect, that energy needs to come from somewhere else. So most likely something else is suffering then. So to me, that's always an invitation of going, I'd rather listen to life because quite frankly, I don't know how I landed here on this planet. (laughs) So there are some things I don't know how I grew myself from, you know, being a tiny baby into this, this adult somehow. So there are forces, you know, that natural intelligence that runs through all of us that I feel is, and, and also surfing, you just know you don't fight waves, you know, you just don't fight these big cycles yeah. that are coming in now, or you can fight them, but you usually end up better if you work with them. So over the years, I've learned to less resist in autumn. And there has been a lot of, you know, over the years, overthinking and trying to make it work and tweaking mm-hmm. it this way. And that way until I kind of got it, oh, that's the other side of co-creation. spring is the co-creation into manifestation autumn is the co-creation with life force out of manifestation Mm -hmm. into into the inner world again and so there is that invitation and it's also leading into winter so i'm i've took a long term but i've and i'm not 100 there either but i've learned that the less i drag into the winter forcefully drag the more comfortable the winter is for me, Mm. you know, and then that spirals obviously into the next cycle again. So I'm a little more willing these days to co-create with life on, on those things Mm. of letting things go um, and make working a little bit more than also what you mentioned at the beginning, you know, and that's important thing to consider. There's a grieving in that there's a grieving process in the letting go. Mm. There has to be like that, right? Because some of it, even if it's chosen, there still is, you know, what it could have been. Do you know, like, and that's just a natural part of our makeup to think like that there. Like, do you know, like, and then, and even if it isn't chosen, there's still the, what it could have been like. Do you know, like, so we're letting go of maybe all the work that we did put into something into a part of ourselves, even a part of life. And then we're going to go, but I got nothing for that. 
but we could have got, we could have, we may never seen what we did get from that, you know, but we will have got so much from that because it will have fed us in so many ways. It may have changed how we look at things, how we think about things, how we process things, how we receive things. So even though I might not have that tangible seed or that tangible harvest, so much more of my inner world may have. So our harvest just mm -hmm. isn't always outer. It's our inner world as well. Like, do you know, like, so it's like, what have I received from the inside of living through this process? Like, because I can look back on my life and there's so many things I, I laugh. Like when I share it with people, they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my life's journey to date, like sort of thing. And I'm like, but from each of those things that nothing ever came from, I have grown so much like that way. So there's as much fertility in that as from those things from, yes, where I planted and did the hard work and the tilling and the adjusting and things have grown from that. But I've received different, but the, in different ways, receive so much bounty from both sides. Like, so for me, the autumn is also that part where we're looking externally, but internally too. Like, of what am I taking? What have I received during this last cycle? Like, but the sort of the beauty of autumn, one of the beauty and the pain ass of autumn is that we're stepping into the uncertainty and the unknown. And I think that's mm. the, that, that's that pausing. Of like in the sense the autumn equinox is that balance, but you're pausing like and you're going, oh shit. Oh, here we go again. You know, you're you're at the top of the what's those things called? You're in the you're in the oh my god, those little things you get the roller coaster. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't like them myself. I can't stand them. Like, but you know, you're at the top of the roller coaster, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh, belly lurch, oh, big deep breath in. And you're going down like, and to me sort of autumn is that, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, we're here already, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I'm waiting, but we don't see what's coming because winter isn't, can't be planned ahead. Whereas the summer we're in the, we sort of know what we're getting. We're enjoying all of the bounty of it all. We're enjoying the height of the energy, but when it comes to autumn, we're moving towards the uncertainty and the fear that comes with that then like, oh, but if I let go of this, what's coming? Mm. Because more than likely, I maybe don't know, like, but I have to lean into the trust and the surrender and let go, trusting that something will come from the cycle. Like, yeah, I think that's where practice is so important, you know, practicing these seasons consciously and maybe, maybe start with the smaller things in your life, you know, to practice autumn, autumn with. And, you know, you, you build, you build your own trust in, in the process because the, the process is also, not necessarily unfold itself differently for each and every one. It probably is, so, but it's experienced different. It lands mm -hmm. with us differently um, for all of us. But I think there's also this incredible shift in autumn that a lot of the times we think a project or a relationship or, you know, wh whatever it is that has grown over the, all the other seasons is, is a certain thing. That's that we, we think that's the gift that it brings us until it's autumn until it comes to an end and we realize oh my god what i thought it was for what i thought it gave me was never actually what it really taught me or what it really gifted me you know so there is this this shift as well sometimes not all of the times but those things especially that come a little bit sooner to closure sooner than we'd liken it or sooner mm -hmm. than we expected them where we felt well the real combination was going there where we only anticipated that because we actually didn't see what the relationship with a project or a job was really about for us so there is this this invitation in autumn and it's not always easy but the more you practice you, you start to 
pick pick it up quicker. They, there's a there's a shift in your perspective. At least that's the opportunity to when something comes to an you know an earlier end than you thought. It's like oh my god, this was never about this. You know, mm. um, I see that a lot a lot of the times as well in relationships. You know, it's like I thought this relationship will last till the very end, and when it doesn't, you know, because we're being being trained to believe that that you know, especially the romantic relationships, but also friendships. You know, it shows something of ethical value and strength of character if you can carry a relationship from you know four years old all the way to your to your deathbed and there is a lot of beauty in that as well but not every relationship is necessarily in our life to be there for the entity of our life and sometimes that goes also into marriage and sometimes that's the relationships at work we we fall out of love with our job we fall out of love with our partner we fall out of resonance with friends from from a very young age on and i think it's really important this is also where as a society we sort of glazed over this autumn experience a little bit where we've taken it out of our life because we think everything should last till the, you know, to the very, very end. Mm -hmm. And so when we see these things coming to an earlier closure, this idea that, oh, this relationship, as hard as it is, may not be one that lasts my entire life, but can I see not just the abrupt ending and then see all the bad things in the relationship and go into, oh my God, this relationship was never meant to be mm -hmm. necessarily into that. Uh, and maybe go, wow, at some point, me and that friend, we really resonated and she taught me so much or me and that partner. Oh my God, I'm now I'm seeing what they actually invoked in me and how much strength or how much softer I grew over the years, you know, and yes, there was so much pain towards the end of letting go. So autumn is an invitation as well to see things in a, in a different light, quite literally as the light is changing outside. Mm -hmm. It comes back to that review and the, the taking stock, but it's the gratitude, like, because autumn is a time where we're showing gratitude for all that we have received, like, and it's such an important part of the, the letting go process is to honor everything that we have received from it, like, so even though I, it may not be coming with me in the next cycle, I can still honor it, like, and take the time to acknowledge the blessings that have come from it. And then allow myself then to move forward with, with what I need to be moving forward with, like what I need to be bringing with me, like, but we're not taught how to let go in mm. life in general. Like we're taught, like, you know, try and make it work, make work harder at it, do more with it, resuscitate it, do you know, like, because it's a failure if it, if it doesn't get to the next cycle, especially if you've put a lot of work into it, do you know, like if you spent 10 years at a job, now you're leaving. Why would you leave that? Sure, you spent 10 years at it. You know, you've been in that relationship 20 years and now you're leaving. Why would you do that? You know, just work harder at it. And then sometimes, yeah, that can happen and that may be the remedy. But other times it's like, no, it's just, it's come to its full cycle. Like, and that, that is not an easy place to be with anything. Like, especially if you have and you're put so much energy and effort into it, the tendency is to, I'll make it work like I'll bring it back to life yet mm -hmm. even if it takes me all my own energy as you mentioned earlier like what will be the cost of this I don't care I'm going to make it work like even if I become the most miserable person in this relationship I'm going to make it work like but it'll come to its end probably through a different phase then or a different way like or the same with a project or a same part of ourselves like that way it's like so for me it's like a time where it's like we're really learning what is my programming around letting go? Like, how do I meet endings in my life? Do you know, like mm. in general, how have I met endings? Do you know, because that's going to inform me how I am mm. in this period of my life. 
because like they've they've all been what's been informing me to date around my relationship with letting things come to an end like so if I mm. find it really hard to press pause to be in the unknown to step forward into sort of the endings in general like even with simple things like a bloody book or something like or the smallest project in the world like do you know like or even like you know the end of a party like that's probably informing me how I am with endings in general like or with the letting go so um yes yeah, it's, it's, it's an intra- I really like it because I think in general in life we're told to hold on make it work put more effort into it and we're really honoring the inner knowing the intuition the part of us that's already speaking going the leaf is beginning to shake a little bit and it's beginning mm-hmm. to draw its energy inward and the life force is coming in and it's time to you know let it go mm-hmm. as Elsa would it's, sing mm, and to me it's also this this time of intimacy you know because when you come into the autumn it's like you become more intimate with the things that are staying and as a result of that you you already prepare the cycle for the next year because mm-hmm. the closer we can grow with something you know the closer we can let an an outer experience such as a relationship when we get to you know when I what I mean by an outer experience is like there's another person that's outside of you and you together have this experience but when you can see that relationship beyond the outer experience of there's another person and you go, I don't know, on holidays together and you live together, but to actually see what that outer relationship activates within you, you know, then and and hold it there. Then when at some point something comes around and that relationship um, has come to its end, what you still feel is the the inner awareness of that it gets to live on within you and mm-hmm. our past always lives on within us and the question is how how can we how can we in a way streamline ourselves because some sometimes we it's difficult for us to let things in in terms of to really resonate within us on the inside. And so we're holding on to it on the outside. And so we're like this, you know, when you've gone on a shopping spree and you have like five shopping bags in each hand and you're trying to make your way through Grafton Street at at Christmas in any other year, but 2020, (laughs) you're bumping off people and, you know, and you have a warm coat on and, you know, it's kind of cool outside, but now you're like, you're really hot and bothered, you know, because you're trying to bring all those things that are hanging on to you through this this sort of life and you know you chose to walk up the wrong side of the road and everybody comes towards you and it's just like really hot and butter and so autumn can sometimes feel very much like that you know where we just bring too much of everything around us but we actually haven't resonated within us so something becomes easy to let go of when you don't have to drag everything through your life because when it lives within you as a felt experience, when you allow a relationship to shape, maybe it has softened you, maybe it has made you more aware. That awareness now that you carry forth is that shopping back, not outside, but inside of you. And that's where you actually get to experience and that where it informs the future of your life. And that's where things can live within you for forever, even though relationships or jobs may have ended a long time ago. And and to me, there is a, a weaving together of, you know, of years and of, of generations where there's an exchange of our past informing our 
our current moment, but it doesn't always have to be this struggle of, you know, the external shopping bags. I'm dragging everything along just so I can see I have it all, you know. So autumn too, so much is about like what shopping bags I'm still hanging on to. And, you know, I actually planned on gifting that to somebody else or, mm. you know, um, there's nothing even in the bag anymore. I'm just carrying yeah. the empty bag along, you know, um, versus like having maybe bought a beautiful dress and having going out, gone out for a few good nights with the girls. And what I carry within me is that memory of those nights and that sense of community, you know? So using something external to have an internal experience makes our inner life way richer. And when we talk about autumn, just towards the maybe end of, of this, um, as a phase of our life, you know, the autumn into sort of the winter time, how beautiful is it? well at least that's what I sort of imagine when I'm going towards the autumn in my life to really remember all the experience that I have in a way to have them healed or integrated and forming me so you know I can look back at a life that certainly wasn't easy all the time and I don't think by any means it should be always easy but it was exciting and enriching and and transformative and just so multidimensional, you know, so looking back at a life like that um, and then, you know, from this fast forwarding, come back into how you're experiencing your life now, you know? So I think that's, that's just autumn. is just another way of another invitation of to become, become more present and just to really be there with, with your life, whatever may be going on, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, so autumn's inviting us to let go and be present with what is, what's here. Yeah at this moment in time like and in a sense every season's doing that but it's sometimes just inviting us to let go of maybe the busyness or let go of the need to try and fix it or to do more with it or to bring it back to life or the I'm going to pretend none of this is ever happening I'm just going to pretend this is not happening at the minute and I'll look at it some other time to be with what's actually there with us like because then we get to really act with it and of with our full presence our focus with our full energy like and then get to grow and expand from that place like and one little thing I just want to say before we finish up is that we've been chatting sort of very sort of singularly about like you know about us and our individual worlds and sometimes when I think of autumn and the harvest part you know like we go we reap what we sow like in a sense which can depending on how you take those words can be very loaded like that way but the way I like to look at it is that we're, we're receiving in autumn what we've planted what we've harvested what we've worked towards what we've tended to what we've grown but because we are more than just a sum of ourselves we're also in a sense looking at what has been what am i receiving and harvesting or taking or ignoring even the pretending stick my head under the sand from my ancestors because that's playing out through me from society the seeds that we have planted as a society what am i harvesting from that or what am i looking at going where did where, where who the hell planted that in the garden uh or like and like so we're looking at it from the the bigger perspective of it all as well as like from me and my own life but then if i want to create a different harvest for myself i might have to extend more than likely not even might i probably will have to extend out and go there's other people planting stuff in my garden that i have no control over but I may have some aspect of a shift around it. Like, so then what am I doing around changing that there as well? Like, I think it's just important to mention because we could be so focused on doing our own work, but there's other things affecting that growth or that space that I am trying to move into. Like, and there's so many people chatting about, you know, you mentioned the word essentialism, like essential, and there's a, a, 
a lovely book called Essentialism. Like, you know, like we're looking at life, maybe going, okay, I, I don't want to work myself into the ground. I don't want to work myself into burnout. You know, I'd like a bit of space in my life. I'd like to create a life where I can do X, Y, Z. I can have t- more time with my kids, whatever it might be. Like, you know, like, but we can only achieve that through the seeds that have been planted as a society, like as a collective mm-hmm. sometimes, like because we're looking at a bigger picture going like I can try that and I might be able to do that by myself but more than likely depending on where I'm planted within the world and where maybe what way I work or what systems I work in no matter how much tilling at my own soil and planting that I do that might the soil as a whole as the collective might not be able to sustain that so it's sometimes interesting to stay pull out and go I do have an impact on those seeds that are being planted by society and the collective so what's my work with those maybe this season as well that's gorgeous yeah and yeah. so so much needed mm. like so on that little note we will wrap up and in the next episode we're going to be diving into the little practices that can support you moving through this space so if you're wondering going yeah that all sounds lovely letting go yeah 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 i've heard that a million times how what do I need to do that tune into the next episode so thank you very much BB for your time and your presence as always and thank you to our dear listeners um, as always you can drop us a little email let us know how you're getting on or what you'd like us to hear chat about if you wish or how you found this episode and we look forward to connecting with you next week bye bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.